0: Welcome to the show! We are tuned in for real-life stories with real-life people who have overcome adversity and healed their life. I am your host, Victoria Johnson, teacher-trainer and coach-trainer for the Heal Your Life Certification Program and best-selling author of Do That and Then Some Transform Feelings of Less Than to More Than Enough. As Louise Hay always said, the point of power is in the present moment, so let's get started. Again, beautiful listeners and viewers, I am over the moon excited today to have one of my favorite people on earth on this show. He is from India. His name is Kumar Ayer, and he is a million different things. I'll just tell you that he is a makeup artist. Uh, has been for 25 years. Uh, he does advertising, feature films, makeup for that, uh, bridal, celebrity. You know, he just does it all. And recently, he's done a project that is so exciting and so empowering that I think we'll just go ahead and start there. So welcome to the show, Kumar.
1: Thank you, Victoria. Thank you for having me. It
0: is such an honor. So before we go any further, I want to let people know they can find you on Facebook at Makeup Stories. That's Uh, S-T-O-R-Y-S, no gaps or anything. And on Instagram, Makeup Kumar, Makeup k-u-m-a-r and please do go check it out because there's absolutely fascinating things there I'm also going to include in the show notes if you haven't watched it already this video that we're about to talk about so Kumar let's talk about the video first so I understand that you were part of creating this project that was part of pride right at the end of pride but I'm just gonna let you tell the story okay
1: see in India homosexuality the LGBTQIA community came under the umbrella of straits just recently, even though we don't enjoy all the uh, civil rights which they do, like we cannot get married and we cannot adopt a child and we cannot do an inheritance and insurance and lots of things. But it's the correct step in the right direction. We were ruled by the British for over 200 years and the colonial law which was enforced by the British over 200 years ago, stayed for a long time, almost 70 years after her independence. So last to last year, in September, the uh, Supreme Court overruled the uh, law and they said that, you know, whatever uh, people do in the privacy of their homes, they are entitled to do it. So it's the landmark judgment. And then, but still, you know, so many years of homophobia, transphobia and all this, Been going on. Unfortunately, our country, the culture goes back millennia, even before uh, Christ. You know, if you go to the old temples in India, you see a lot of a lot of carvings and sculptures and all with men and men and women and women and even the kings and queens and all. They all had harems and concubines, which were guarded by the gender-fluid people, right? Because the king considered, and there is a kind of sacredness associated. Even in Egypt, it's people who are gender-fluid are considered sacred, okay? Even in North America, the Indians, American Indians, who were the original inhabitants there, they have this two-spirited soul, right? So it's the same thing. I feel that I am a perfect mix of yin and yang, a perfect uh, amalgamation of Shiva and Shakti. Shiva is the destroyer and Shakti is strength. That's how it is. So now uh, things are getting better. And I did this Titan commercial. They did test a lot of, uh, uh, they were looking at a lot of people, but because I have been part of this movement for quite a long time, I came out in 1992. And plus, I am very experienced makeup artist. And I know Titan is the first and foremost indigenous, most selling brand, you know, highest selling brand in India, owned by the Tata. It's one of the biggest companies. Okay. They also own Jaguar and Land Rover and all that. Okay. And they have iron and steel and lots of businesses. So they decided to... uh, uh, do this ad for pride and um, more like a public service ad and uh, we have just about crossed 4 million views on Instagram which is beautiful I mean it's something nice because normally transgenders are shown either begging or a sad soul or scared or something like that but here, femininity is celebrated And that's what is beautiful because I celebrate my femininity too. At times, I do dress up when I go out and things like that for my community events and all that. I wear a beautiful sari and I go. I'm a mother figure to a lot of people. And it's like a feather on my cap. I'm 49, so I think it's better late than never. So I have to
0: try. (laughs) You know, I'm so glad that you talked about the femininity and. The being a mother figure in your community, because I think that just from what I know, so much has been missed in the community of having that nurturing, of having that acceptance, and that just guidance, right? When we think of mothers in anything, you know, Mother Earth, if we think about elders, there's that guidance. And the femininity in this ad or commercial that you did is unparalleled. It is just so incredibly captivating. I've watched it. I think I'm half a million views.
1: <laughs> oh, that's very kind of you. I think it was shot beautifully. I was the oldest person on the crew, actually. Everybody was less than 25. And wow. uh, you see my greys and all that. So I decided to wear a real hair wig. And, uh, you know, I set it beautifully with uh, the help of my hairdresser, who is also a beautiful luxury. Yes and uh, he uh, he helped me dress up even and uh, it went like clockwork 6 hours we finished it.
0: amazing amazing
1: that. Did my own makeup as well. That is
0: a true professional right there. And I am so glad that you are able to celebrate that and that you are getting the recognition that you deserve and that the community deserves. And, you know, it hasn't always been that way. And especially, I mean, all over the world, but I know that in India, like you said, there has definitely been struggles and there has been just this movement almost to keep things quiet and keep things down, as there has been in other parts of the world as well. And so for you to be able to just blow the doors right off that and say, here we are. And as you say, out and proud gay man since 1992, I am celebrating with you. So tell me, what kind of impact do you think that things like this commercial, you know, or your community events are having on society as a whole?
1: Uh, what is happening in India right now, everybody currently, the youngsters, are all trying to emulate Rupal. okay? The drag queens, all of them like to dress up like Rupal and, you know, Ru- RuPaul is like the role model. But here we have so much of cultural diversity. India has got so many languages, so many states, and people speak so many languages that I decided to go Indian. For this particular thing, I did not want to go Western. I could have easily worn a gown or a dress or something like that and done really loud makeup. But I wanted to, I wanted the real trans women to even identify that it could be them. I'm one of them. I'm a gay man, but I'm gender fluid. You know, I have, as I said earlier, I have got the amalgamation of yin and yang within. So um, within the community, it's been a very positive response. A lot of movies are happening in India, but uh, we have a sense board and all, all of that and all of that. None of the mainstream actors have actually come out with their sexuality. Even in the West, for instance, barring a Rupert Everett or someone who has come out, but he never gets to do those lead roles like a Tom Cruise or a Sylvester Stallone or someone does it. You understand? So there is, even now, we have a long way to go, but it's going to be very, very... So 2020 is a year of awakening, especially because of coronavirus and all that. Black Lives Matter, what happened in America, in the US, people and what is happening in China, all over the world, suddenly everything is changing. And I'm so happy to be part of this whole
0: You know, that's such a positive way of looking at it, just that there's <laughs> been this reset that is taking place. And uh, a year of awakening. You know, I've thought of it from the beginning as, you know, a year of clear vision, you know, 2020, a year of clear vision, a year of awakening. And that's really what's happening. So I appreciate you saying that because we've all had to stop and reassess. Like, we've had to. We've been Absolutely. given no choice. And Absolutely. I would say that most people I talk to say that it's been a blessing. It has
1: been a total blessing. Yes, it has been. Because the lockdown, especially in India, people have been, ever since social media hit, right? Social media has we've been active on Facebook and Instagram. And now you name it, every new handle comes out every day, right? TikTok and what whatnot. The youth need to understand that, you know, you can do social media as a tool, not be a slave to social media and be ensnared in its tentacles. Mm-hmm. You can portray yourself very positively. People keep posting selfies of what they're doing and you know they are constantly seeking validation. And instead of that, I feel that if all of us get together and do something for our community in our own little way and try to make a small change each of us reach out to even one person and make a difference to one person's life, then the momentum goes on and the world will be a much better
0: place. Absolutely. And, you know, often people will say, you know, I'm just one person. What can I do? But we have these beautiful examples like yourself of what one person can do. And sometimes in looking for connection on social media, we actually lose connection. So I love what you're saying about bringing it all back full circle and, you know, being that Person that makes a difference. And if each of us makes a difference, it changes the world, right? And it reminds me of that saying, I believe it's from Buddha, which is oh, be the change you want to see in the world.
1: Absolutely. Change yes. starts from within, it yes. starts with you. We believe we can change in our own way and contribute to the world, however small it may be. But you never know how and when it might manifest and become something really larger. Because, again, Rome was not built in a day. And when, you know, a baby is conceived in a mother's womb, it's first two cells meeting. And then, after nine months, a beautiful baby is born. So it's similarly like that. You know, when two souls meet on a spiritual level, on a physical level, whatever level, and the baby is produced, the baby comes into the world, then the baby takes life. And once the umbilical cord is cut, the baby has a mind of its own, a life of its own. The baby becomes an individual.
0: Yes. Absolutely. And you know, what you said just now about once that umbilical cord is cut, the baby is able to be out on its own. It reminds me, you know, on a spiritual sense, how we're all connected, even though, you know, we are not necessarily joined and from the same descendants or culture or whatever it may be, spirituality does unite us all. And we have that energy that flows between us. And uh, that's something that you and I have very strongly is that spiritual connection and the energy that flows between us. And, you know, uh, to the viewers and listeners, it's such a funny thing because I'm in Canada, Kumar is in India, and I will think of him and look on my Facebook and there he is, or, you know, uh, just, you know, a comment here or a comment there that corresponds with a conversation or so on. So, you know, we all have these soul connections and just to embrace them and to nurture them and to help Being part of healing the planet, healing the world is so important to just recognize, recognize when those gifts are in your life and to see the light in other people. Now, I know with your journey, Kumar, uh, because we did speak a few months ago on the podcast. And for you who are listening, uh, do go back. There was a two-part podcast that we did that was absolutely fascinating. Uh, Days in your life history, things were not always filled with light. It was a long road to get where you are right now. What do you think some of the most important things that you have learned on that journey are?
1: On my journey, I have learned to be more compassionate. Mm -hmm. I've learned to love myself. I've learned to give love to others as well and um, to help people out. Not every relationship, trans, you know, not every contact you make, you're going to make money out of it. Sometimes, you know, you have to be there for some people. You know, you have to just be there. And that's how I've become. My heart chakra has opened up. And uh, whenever I walk into a room, I've seen, especially when I do shoots and stuff like that, there are lots of new girls who come in. And they get a little intimidated seeing my gray hair. And they know about me because I've been working for over 25 years. And many of them are in the early 20s. I don't. Teach them like, uh, treat them like, you know, they, whatever. I go and talk to each other personally. I find out what their name and, you know, try to connect with each other. Because again, makeup as well. If you have inner beauty within your heart, if you love yourself, the amount of makeup which goes on a face gets reduced drastically, drastically. You know, there is a big difference between narcissism and self-admiration. There's a big difference. And that's what the current generation needs to know. There's so much of narcissism. That's why plastic surgeries and all these things are all, you know, all these facelifts and all these things. Aging is part of life. Okay, if somebody's been through an accident or a burn or something, yes, plastic surgery will definitely help them to face the world with more confidence. But girls with perfect faces and perfect noses they do all sorts of things their face, unfortunately, and then they end up looking like monsters. Pardon me if I'm using this word. Very plastic, you know that that glow goes away. And uh, we should have good role models. That's what it is all about.
0: Absolutely, and you are an amazing role model for these young. Women and and men on the shoots as well. The people that you come in contact with. You have this amazing gift to make whoever you're speaking with feel like they are the only person in the room or in the perimeter that you can see. And that's a lesson that the viewers that I'd love to share with you. Just practice that, right? Practice when you are speaking with someone, to really concentrate on them, concentrate on what they are saying and make them feel like they are the only person that you are paying attention to at that moment. And what Kumar was saying about that inner glow coming out and and needing less makeup, I've never heard that before, but it makes perfect sense that, that our inner light that we all have is able to shine through when we have that self-love and self-acceptance. Do you have any tips on how people can learn to accept themselves more, no matter what is going on in their life, You know, what part of what community they're involved in, what culture they come from? Like, what is something that is kind of a universal principle that people can apply to their lives to learn to accept themselves more?
1: Okay. Skin color is geographical, right? But my blood is red your blood is red.
0: Any animal
1: you uh, scratch, the blood is going to be red. Any living being, the blood is red, right? Yes. All mammals. So that's what it is. So we're all part of macrocosm and the microcosm is within us, It's in, within our hearts. So this racism, what going around all over the world, for instance, as in India, in India, there is, A lot of uh, subtle messages going against Islamophobia, against Muslims and all that. I ask people very clearly one question. If you are in need of blood and you need five bottles of blood, are you going to ask your doctor, is this blood from a Muslim or is it from a Jew or is it from whoever? you doctor is going to make sure that the blood is screened of all diseases and you can accept it. Similarly, we have to accept people of all faiths and religions, cultures, and that's how the world will be a better place.
0: That right there is pure gold. I'm going to listen Thank to you. that over and over. It is so true. It is so true. And, you know, I just want to share if you are listening to this and if you are feeling at all separate or Just like you're not connected, do remember that whether you believe in God or the universe or source energy or whatever it may be, the the light energy that you believe that you come from, we all have that. Every country, every place on earth, every animal, as Kumar said, every person, we all come from that place. We all have that same light inside of us and connect that way. Oh my gosh, that's amazing gold. So tell me what inspired... Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
1: All of us have divinity within us, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, if people tap into their divinity and realize that your divinity within you can be used as an effective tool to help others. Not everybody is, you know, for me, whatever I'm speaking today, it's all self-realized. Everything is self-realized. My life has taught me uh, over, you know, last time we spoke about Louis K and we did agree upon, you know, whatever Louis used to say. I have believed in these things because it's universal wisdom. So there are a few rules of compassion, love, caring, and sharing. The world is one place and uh, we have to learn to care and share for each other.
0: The world is one place. I love that you're sharing this. Again, I want to recap for the listeners. Universal wisdom, love, caring, and sharing. Asking yourself, what can I do today to make an impact on somebody else's life? Where can I give love? Is it just eye contact at a grocery store? You know, that is part of sharing love. You know, just adding that level of compassion, as Kumar is saying, will enrich your life so much as I know it has mine, uh, which I believe, you know, Kumar, as you talk, it's something that also really helped to change and shape. Your life. So I have one. Or actually, I have two more questions that I really want to cover with you. One is about you personally, and that is, if you could say something to your younger self, what would that be?
1: Uh, my younger self. I used to be very vain at that time. Okay, because uh, when I was in my twenties, I was not the Kumar you are talking to right now. I had a lot of bitterness because I had experienced a lot of homophobia. My family was not in talking terms with me. And the moment I learned to love myself, I realized others can love me too. And now when this ad came out, or not only this ad, so many other things, you know, I've taught so many people of my community, also young boys and girls from the underprivileged background, I've taught them the skill and empowered them to, you can, it's very easy to feed somebody, But if you teach someone to fish, the person will never go hungry. This is what is my motto in life. So, and when you impart your knowledge or wisdom or you teach somebody, don't think that this person is, don't fear that this person might excel or become even better than you. He or she does celebrate it. Because at the end of the day, everybody has their own destiny, and uh, that's how we all come. And uh, there is enough, you know, instead of all this jealousy and trying to be bitchy and trying to be, you know, pull each other down and I want uh, closely guarded secrets. No. Some things have to be secret. I can totally understand Like for instance, a doctor or a lawyer or somebody, if somebody confides in him or her, yes, you are bound by uh, your legality of the profession. You're not supposed to talk outside, but here within me. For me, it's not like that. It's all about love and caring and sharing. So I'm in a very happy place.
0: Yes, and you absolutely do radiate that. It's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. I love all the gems. I'm going to go back and pull out some of these quotes, just beautiful gems to put in the show notes. Uh, People can uh, record them themselves and write them down and put them someplace that you'll see them every day. It means so much. So I have one final question because I really want to help raise awareness about the gender fluid community and have people just to, to again, open their eyes a little bit more, to be more accepting, to not be judgmental, and to just have it be part of day-to-day life and not different and not separate. And so I do want to ask you, what do you think is one of the things that people really misunderstand about being gender fluid or that community?
1: Basically, you know, all human beings have a masculine side, even if you're a man, you have a certain nature of, of, a certain feminine nature within you, okay? And there are women who also have a certain part of uh, physical strength. You know how it is. It's in all species. This fluidity happens in all the species. It has been ingrained into our uh, thoughts by movies and all of that by movies like Rambo and movies like, you know, those kind of films. Masculine, 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 masculine. Or feminine is like, you know, devil-based Prada, devil-based Prada, or whatever, women carrying expensive bags and being like, ooh, it's not that. It's all about, you know, fluidity. When a river is formed, a river is never a river. It's a small, tiny stream. And then it becomes a river and then it gains momentum as it flows down the mountains and then it becomes wider and wider and wider and ultimately it culminates into the sea and yes, the river joins the sea, it joins the ocean and uh, that's how we are. We're all part of the same human community. So there's nothing to fear. We have to accept each other and uh, self-acceptance is the key and people who Consider themselves to be privileged, to be straight. I definitely, yes, you all have got a lo- lot more rights and a lot more, you know, things in society which you all take for granted. Uh, be more compassionate to people who are from uh, the LGBTQIA plus community. Nobody's asking for your pity. There's a difference between pity and compassion. That is what I would like to say. Uh, include them in the mainstream even more. Give them more jobs, give them more jobs, you know, give people from our community more jobs. Mm -hmm. It's nothing, not everybody has to be a drag queen and dance in a bar and things like that. You could be an amazing baker, you could be an amazing chef, you could be an astronaut for all you matter, for for all you know, but a sportsman or anyone. But uh, the more acceptance comes in, the more people will come out.
0: Yes, I agree. The more acceptance there is, the more people will come out. Very strong, very strong message. And, you know, I think, too, as we accept and as, as we just show love, you know, and maybe recognize that, yeah, sure, there's differences. You know, I'm a little different than you. I'm also a little bit different than my next door neighbor. Right. And Absolutely. that's Yeah. And that's OK to celebrate those differences, but to know we are all the same. We have differences. We're all the same. I love you, Kumar.
1: (laughs) I love you too.
0: (laughs) Thank you for being on the show today, listeners and viewers. Thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate you you being here. Thank you for joining us today. If you would like to become an internationally certified Heal Your Life teacher and coach, please visit thetraining.ca to be a guest on the show and share your story please visit victoriajohnson.org. Thank you so much for joining us.